Hi, this is Damien Christoph from 100 Not Out and The Wellness Guys. Become a change maker in the health industry today. All you need to do is enroll for the functional nutrition course and become an internationally recognized expert on the vitalistic philosophy of food and nutrition with our friends at the Functional Nutrition Academy. Register now and receive a six-week bonus accreditation course providing you with the business tools to start and grow your own business and a whopping $1,000 discount. So don't delay and start your health career today at www.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash functional. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Inside the Champion's Mind with your hosts, Lawrence and Karen Tam. Welcome to Inside the Champion's Mind, a show dedicating and helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in life love and legacy we're your hosts lawrence and karen tam well it's been a while i know i do sincerely apologize uh this is episode 125 uh we've been out of action for the first time in five years of the inside of the champions mind and uh and this bringing up my canadian side because canadians like to say sorry and sorry. i feel like we yeah. need to say i'm sorry i'm so 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 sorry it has been so long mm-hmm. Someone's been procrastinating, and I'm not going to point the finger. Stop pointing at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What is what has happened, Lawrence? What has happened to this? Well, listen. Like uh, about a, I guess about a month ago, I I announced that I was leaving the Wellness Guy Show, and um, yeah, and that, that sort of took the focus on onto that, and obviously that sort of made me rethink a whole bunch of things. And what most people don't realize, and I never really announced it anywhere, and I want to announce it here, is that episode 125 will be the last Inside the Champion's Mind um, podcast uh, episode of this podcast. I just feel like that came out of left field. You were talking about the wellness wellness guys guys, and then you just suddenly just threw it in there. So like somebody's just driven off the road right now because they're like, (laughs) what? Did did he say rewind? Yeah. So like the decision to make was to actually stop both podcasts. And although I never officially announced that Inside Champion's Mind was finished, um, we wanted to do one more episode to honor the guests, uh, not honor the guests, honor the fans of of the show. And, um, you know, obviously wanted to make sure we ended off with an episode to talk about, you know, why we're ending and so on and so forth. So the reasoning for leaving the wellness guys uh, is no different for Inside Champion's Mind. However, the difference is that I, for some reason, like subconsciously, I just couldn't pull the trigger and record this thing. And, and for I've the last been four the weeks, nagging wife, nagging you, saying she has been the this. nagging wife. <laughs> and, <laughs> nodding his head, and, uh, oh, and she's no. been pushing. It. And I said, "Oh, listen, they, they'll they'll live another week. Oh, they'll live until you know they'll listen to." It. And until we started getting emails and saying, "Hey, are you guys still doing Inside Champions Mind?" Then I said, "Okay, so someone is actually listening." Um, so yeah, so one twenty five is going to be our last episode. This is going to be the last one, and 
I, I'm happy with the decision, obviously, and it's also sad at the same time because it's something that, you know, I've created. We've had three, you know, changes over the shows over the last five years. I know, and, and the I've, best I've one been for the one. last, <laughs> so with my wife. And, Have and I been the shortest, the shortest person to be on this? Probably. Uh, no, probably. no, no, no. Jeff only lasted 12, 12 episodes, so that was the initial Did, you I, know, make, did I make more than 12? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And I know that a lot not of people... it's a competition. It's not that... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not last. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll last all all of you. No. <laughs> but, you know, it's not that we don't enjoy doing the show. We, we still love the show itself. I have enjoyed every moment of it. And that's, this has always been my baby project. This is by my project that I've, I've always loved and continue to do. And I've kept it going for the sake of, of me just talking through things. And I know we've gotten so much feedback from a lot of people who love and enjoy the show, who love the, 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 the dynamics of between Karen and I. And I you know we, I, I appreciate all your thoughts. But this is not the end of it, right? Not the end of us for for doing things, but it's just the end of this particular chapter of our lives. That's right. And I think really that's what we're going to dedicate this podcast to is knowing when to stop, when to say no, when to reevaluate when it's time to move on. Because that's really what you've been facing. We've been thinking about it for a while, actually, with not necessarily this podcast, but with some of the items you've been doing. Because I think in life sometimes... We tend to say yes to a lot of things and we enjoy them. We really do. But at some point, when does it become too much? Well, I think it's really important to kind of reflect upon how your life works, right? There, so there's um, there's certain moments where you need to kind of say yes to things. So, you know, some people say you, you shouldn't say yes uh, to everything. And then there's some people say you shouldn't say no to everything. And they're both right because it depends on the phase of your life that you're in. You know, at the time, if I think back five, six years ago, I was in a creative phase. I was in a phase of like, I don't know what I want to do. So I, here's all the things I'm going to do. So that's where we started the wellness guys and then with the wellness couch and doing the inside champions mind. Like, I said a lot, a yes to a lot of things and it's got me to where I am today. Now in the phase of where I'm, you know, five years later, six years later, now I'm at a point of going, all right, wait a second. I'm doing a lot of things that are wide uh, in terms of this multiple brands of who I am. And I need to kind of rein that in. I need to kind of shorten some of the, uh, some of the aspect of, of the show or the, sorry, my brand and really kind of go dive laser focus to the things that matter to me the most. And inside champions mind is will constantly evolve. As you notice, it's evolved right from the beginning and the, you know, when Jeff Spencer came on and then Marcus and then now with Karen, all of it has evolved and we've taken multiple pivots. One of the things is that what I felt is the inside champions mind, the the podcast itself, the format that's in and the, the name itself no longer necessarily reflect who I am as a person. And so therefore we're moving brands and moving or changing things. We want to make sure that when people hear Lawrence Tam, um, they think of the one thing that I'm going to do and, and still refining that. And people will be asking like, what is, what are you doing? Well, we're still, we're still thinking about it because that's the, that's the goal. The whole goal is to continually pursuing and going through the journey and, and being okay with that you're on the journey. Exactly. So we're really bringing it down to more, uh, more of a core brand, I guess, underneath what we're doing and where exactly we want to be going, which leads us to kind of where, before we get into all the other stuff, I think we should talk about for those who are panicking right now, don't worry, 
you can still listen to Lawrence. What are some ways that people can still manage to find you until we're able to make some grand announcement of other things that we're doing? Yeah. So I think for me, the, the one of the names we've been tossing around is like, what is a reflection of my current situation right now in 2017, where I'm at? I think the one thing that came up from us was the pursuit of me and the pursuit of me really that it just came to me one morning as I came to you for breakfast. I still remember the moment I said, Hey, what do you think of this? Cause it just popped in my head and that signifies exactly Exactly what I'm going through right now. It's a journey of discovery and it's a journey of continually discovering myself and the pursuit, meaning that you're always chasing. I'm always chasing the future version of myself. I love Matthew, McCona- Matthew McConaughey when he had did his Oscar nominee, uh, acceptance speech, when he said that well, the one person he's chasing is chasing the 10 year old version that, that's older than him right now. So I'm, you know, and I like that analogy because you're constantly striving to be the 2.0 version of yourself. You're not trying to chase anybody else, but just you. And me doesn't mean Lawrence Tam here. Me means all of us. Like I think all of us are in that journey. We're trying to search well, what's the better version of ourselves and to learn from that journey and that whole process of it. And that's where mastery comes from. And that's where the lesson comes from. My friend in university had a really good quote that I liked on her desk and it was life is a journey, not a destination. And mm-hmm. I, and I think that's kind of where we're getting at. I think for all of us, it's, it's the journey. It's the process that we're in. It's that's where the excitement is. That's where the fun is. And I often think sometimes when we get to the destination, there can be a little bit like, Oh, you know, is that it? I'm, I'm here now. What? And that, that letting down. So I don't think it's something we ever totally should just want to be like, we're here, we're done. Bam. I'm out of here. It's just continually pursuing it. And that's why we really like that, the name that we've gone with. And so people can continue to find you with your YouTube videos that you're doing, which are what, three to five minutes of your business insights or life insights. There's videos from the kids. There's videos of me as well. So you can still get your Lawrence quota every day. <laughs> I don't know that, that important, but. But, um, but in a fun, quick way as well. And whether or not we continue maybe with another podcast, I think we're still thinking through all that. And I think that's really important in life is to know sometimes it's okay to stop. It's okay to take the time to really think the direction you want to go in. But what I worry about not just for our listeners, but for you as well, Lawrence, because I ride you hard. That sounded really bad. That sounded <laughs> so bad. We should but- cut that out. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> what a way to end the podcast. That would be a great uh, way to end the podcast. It would be. <laughs> But it's important. Let's get back on focus here. Yes, focus. It's important to stop Jeez. and to focus. But I think sometimes then we can get stuck there. Yeah. I, and, and for me, I love the quote of, <laughs> I'm lost for words. Uh, <laughs> Seth Godin is, uh, Seth Godin talks about the cul-de-sac and in the pursuit, right? The pursuit is so sometimes you're riding, uh, you know, driving fast <laughs> towards a you know, particular destination. Sometimes you're driving slow to kind of, you know, just absorb, absorb the scenery and the, and the environment you're in. And sometimes you end up in a place where you end up in a cul-de-sac and the cul-de-sac is a place where it's like, it's a dead end. You know that you can't go anywhere else. So it's important for you to kind of recognize that certain things in your life that it is a cul-de-sac and you need to really turn around and start back and go down a different road and down a different path or a different alleyway. And it's like this and such having smart has ran for five years. It's been a love project for me. And it just feels right to end it here at you no know, especially you know nice round number of 125 
to finish up here and to move on to something next. And the next thing, who knows what that is? You can definitely follow me uh, on Facebook. On Facebook, I actually finally created a you know personal profile, uh, sorry, no, a professional profile under Lawrence Tam, and that's L A U R E N C E and T H A M. And under the, the pursuit of me, if you just type in the pursuit of me, um, hopefully you can find it. And you know, if you're if you are a fan of the Inside Champions Mind, I'd love for you to like it and uh, you know comments there and that you know, follow me through those videos, through the videos I create from there. Um, I'll be doing a whole bunch of things. There's plenty of ideas that, you, you know, we're going to be able to creating and where it's going to move towards. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Maybe more Facebook lives. I would love to run some live events. Um, but all of this is really driven by what you need. Like there's a lot of things I love to talk about, but I know that I should focus on the things that I enjoy the most. And this is sort of where I'm, I've been focusing on the last few months is to figure out exactly where my headspace is at and also where I want to go towards. And there's lots of projects in my head and I'm just sort of narrowing it down to specifically where I want to go. No, I'm proud of you for doing that because it's hard to let go of something because these are both being your babies. You've started them. I know when I listened to the last episode or the last recording that you did for the wellness guys, it was sad. Like I found after I listened to it, I kind of felt, oh my God, what have we done? Like there was, there was a sadness to a grief, I guess, to letting go of something because, you know, it is your baby. It's something you started. But as we talked about on, or you talked about on that show as well, it's just, it finally dawned on us that it was good when you started it. It's still a great show. It's still, still where it's show. going. It's just that you went as far as you needed to go in that vehicle. Mm-hmm. and really what you're passionate about and what you really want to get involved in is starting to become more clear. It's evolving more and you need to put your time and energy into that now. And I think everything eventually has an end. It has a chapter where it finishes. Seinfeld did, even though I didn't want it to finish. They brought it to an end. Everything eventually does have to have a beginning and an end to it. But then what's exciting is what once you let go hmm. is you're creating room in your life for something else to blossom and something else to grow. Because if you've got it full of lots of stuff, you're not giving anything the space that it needs to grow. And um, we know we're talking about Seth Godin a lot, but I, he, we've joined up to one of his mailing list programs and things come across my emails all the time. And there was one that came across just really recently with regards to everything that was going on. And I really liked it because it said the only person who really lets us down is ourselves. Because we have an unwillingness to leap and to commit and to trust in our own abilities. And it's that own internal narrative that we have that keeps telling us that we're not good enough or we're not going to make it or we're not going to be able to do it. And that narrative gets less powerful when we can just look it in the eye and do it Mm. and to to step out of that comfort zone. And I think that's something like you've really done that. And I commend you for that because... It's, it's hard walking away from that identity and, you know, you love being with the guys. I hope you love doing the show with me, not like I'm fishing for compliments or anything, <laughs> but, uh, you do. And so it, it's exciting for me to see where we're going to go with this and where we're going to grow, grow things. Well, that's the thing. There's constant, there has to be constant reinvention and that's the biggest challenge for a lot of people. And that's something that I know that is necessary with, you know, actors, whether it be movies or music genres things are constantly changing and if even faster now than you know was 10 years ago and there has to be that reinvention if you don't have the reinvention if everything stays exactly the same you're going to be exactly the same it's almost like going back to our you know going back to our old neighborhood you know if we ever went back to where we grew up no it's like the goonies 
The Goonies. The Goonies. Do you remember that movie, The Goonies? Yeah, yeah we oh, love. Yeah. We love. I loved The Goonies when yeah. I was a kid, and I was telling the kids um, during school holidays about how amazing The Goonies was. Sure enough, on Netflix is The Goonies. Right. I put it on for them to see a trailer. Yeah. Oh my God, it's bad. It's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was I amazing think, at the time. I know what happened. It was just. It was a horrible moment of realization, and they looked at me and were like, "Seriously?" Yeah. And I th- and I think that's true of life. Is that technology changes and what's what's on trend changes. Everything is constantly moving, and if we are remaining doing the same things we yep. were doing 10 years ago, you're becoming irrelevant. You're becoming a dinosaur. Now, if that's knitting or reading a book or a hobby and you were do- you've been doing it for 10 years and you love it, fantastic. Keep mm. doing it. But I know for ourselves with business, we're getting excited about new things that are happening, new ways of presenting information, new ways to get information to people, new ways that we can serve people. And as that's starting to evolve, we're kind of realizing that maybe some of the vehicles that we've been using perhaps aren't the best vehicles anymore yeah. and there's better methods out there. Yeah. You sometimes, you, like I said, you sometimes you need to go faster or choose a vehicle that's more suited. You might be going, you know, forward driving that you need to, you can't drive a, you know, a sports car in that. So sometimes you need to kind of go through those bumpy roads with a forward drive and that's the best suited situation. Uh, I met uh, a guy named Lance and he, who's uh, an Irish movie producer. He's in Hollywood right now. Uh, and, you know, we met him when I was in LA and he sat down with a, you know, small group of us were 12 of us. And he talked about you know how he started with nothing he had a one-way ticket to the u.s uh, this is probably going back 30 years ago and he's constantly re, you know in the movie business especially he's constantly mm-hmm. reinventing himself and i asked him the direct question is like how often do you need to reinvent yourself like whether it be business your logo your brand it's every three years he says he's constantly reinventing every three you years know, that makes is- that makes sense to me like i go back and i look at some of our old stuff which isn't that long ago no. and it looks so outdated yeah. Well, I mean, think about pictures, right? Like, yeah. I see a lot of businesses, for example, they would have a profile picture of them on, on online and the website, my website is pretty old and I know it needs a reinvention. So like now it's like, okay, let's figure out what we want to do and then reinvent that website. But if people put up their profile pictures and they pro- put a profile picture that when they were, you know, maybe five years ago, it doesn't even look like them anymore. Like sure, it still looks like them, but you've lost a bit of hair or now you have more gray hairs or, you know, like you got more wrinkles or whatever. Like it, it doesn't matter what it is, but you changed and holding on to that. That memory and thinking that people won't notice, I, that's where the trouble becomes because the technology even changes, even in terms of the color and the pop and everything else. Um, I think that's what happens. You know, our old high school friends or old um, people who live in the same area who who hasn't left, you know, more than ten kilometers from where they were born or where they went to school. Like, sure, like I'm not. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it, but, but unfortunately, that that's still. Um, if you hold on to those memories and that's all you got, then you haven't created or recreated new memories for yourself and you don't know what's out there, what's possible. And I think for us, it's always about looking at possibilities. Um, and you know, for when we move from Perth to Sydney, like it's opening up new possibilities and you know, is this the place we stay? Who knows? But it's, we've constantly moved from Canada to Australia and constantly moving because we're constantly reinventing ourselves simply because of the fact that we don't want to stay stagnant and the world needs all of us to con a constant reinvent, even in relationships. Now we've been together for 21 years, right? And you know, we met when we we're 21 and I was not the same person 21 years ago. You know, some essence are exactly the same of who I was, but we, I have evolved and you've evolved and we've evolved together, you know, as a couple and, you know, husband and wife and now as parents, we constantly need to evolve and our kids are changing like right before our eyes and they're going to get to that next phase. You know, Kaya's turning nine, which means that she's going to enter in that to that, you know, double digit age. And then it's going to be teenager years after that. And we're going to have to adapt to that in terms of our, um, how we raise our kids, how we, um, talk to them, how we, you know, um, 
you know, interact with them too. I think it's those constant pivots. As you said, it's as long as you're being aware and you're evaluating and is the tactic you were using still relevant today? Is it, do they still need, if you have to talk about children or business, is it still the way that you're dealing with things? Does it still work or have things changed and you need to change? And I think a lot of the times we get so busy in doing our job and doing the work, we don't see the change Mm. and we don't see that perhaps there's a better way we can be doing it. I very much like the aesthetics of things, how things look, how things feel. And I think that's also really important in your business as well is not only talking about your websites, but how the, your premises look, the internal building. If you have customers coming to you or if it's just you that are there, is it a reflection of who you are? Because mm. I know a lot of the time, like we're startup businesses, we're entrepreneurs, we don't have a lot of money. You just throw it in and you get yourself a business, you buy yourself an Ikea desk, you put a vase out and you're ready to go and it's good enough. And I do agree, there is a point where you're not going to be spending millions of dollars. It is good enough. But also too, you need to have something that is a reflection of who you are. And I think it's worthwhile having a look around your office right now or the space that you work in who you are today, does that reflect who you are? If you've got customers coming into your store, they're visually taking in what your store is and making an assumption about you and the products that you sell. Is that congruent? Maybe it is, maybe it's not. And I know not everybody's necessarily always in tune with that, but for me, it's a massive thing. The subconscious that people have, the assumptions they make about you and your business, whether or not you're any good, they want to purchase, has a lot to do with these subconscious cues. And we've just seen a a movie called Baby Driver. Baby Driver. I'm not going to give anything away. If you're watching it and you haven't seen it yet, watch really in the beginning of the movie. There are a ton of subconscious cues. And we found that really cool. Mm. As a song was playing, as he's walking along, watch posters that are up on the um, lampposts, watch for the graffiti. It mirrors and says the words that are at that exact place in the music, Mm. which is all subconscious cues to us as well. I'm very, very clever how they did that. Yeah. And and that's, if you look at movies itself, since we're on the topic, you look at the way uh, movies are filmed in today's age, forget about the technology, for example, but just the, the, how the story is being told, um, how the music is being, you know, utilized it's changes the context like it's, you, you i mean even the acting has changed like it's more real more realistic to what's going on in today's world even if it's an older western movie um but filmed in today's age it's still it changed has changed from 10 years ago and 20 years ago but there's there's moments where you do need to kind of remember some of your history it's not about throwing everything away it's not like just because we stopped the show that there's an inside champion's mind doesn't have any existence in my life absolutely not it's part of who i am and it will always now be part of my legacy. This is not going anywhere. It's always going to stay here. And if this is your first time listening, you know, unfortunately this will be the last welcome Welcome. and goodbye, (laughs) but there's 124 episodes that you could, you know, catch up on. And so this is where, um, it's a constant evolution. I mean, baby driver would be perfect example where that movie went that used the nostalgia of old songs, right? So it brings you back about those old memories of those songs and what you were doing or what you were thinking about when you hear those songs. So it's about bringing back some of those old things. And that's what- But doing it in a way that's relevant today. Exactly. Filmed in today's age, in today's modern technology, but also just modern feeling and and what happens to our consumption. You know, and that's another thing we were talking about because we were looking at marketing and what we were doing. And we've been interviewing some people and one person was really, really young and- she was talking to us about the different marketing we need to do and whatever mode that might be, Snapchat or 
I, I want to say all these systems that I have no idea yeah. about, but I'm really dating <laughs> myself date. now. <laughs> and then we spoke with somebody who was a little bit closer to our age and she was talking about other means. And we were like, oh, maybe we should really go with the person who knows all these systems that the young people are on, the cool kids. And then we had to think about it and actually think, who's our audience? Who, who are we selling to? Who's interested in hearing what we have to say? And are they on those cool kids systems? Hmm. Because you really need to think about who's your target audience? How are they learning about you? You could, you can have all the best marketing out there that all the 19 year olds and 15 year olds know everything about. But if your audience is a 30 or a 40 year old and they don't know or use those systems, then you're marketing to the wrong people. Hmm. And so it's important to really know as well, even though there is lots of newfangled, that makes me sound like a 90 year old, <laughs> newfangled gadgets out there. It's, does it serve you and does it serve your audience? Yeah. So you realize that a Tinder app, do you put on your app? Uh, Tinder. <laughs> exactly. No, it's, it's Should I look at you. this, Lawrence? <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, that's, it's constant reinvention, reinvention. I think that's really important, but also in reinvention in your, in your relationships, right. And also in, in the relationship you actually have, like I said, I want to start to say about, you know, us being together for such a long time, we, we constantly have to adapt to each other's needs and also what we want in our lives and different chapters of our lives. You're just coming out of a phase really when you're in a sense of we've been raising you've been raising kids as a mom from you know for the last nine years you know you'll still be continue as a mom but they're gone they're going to school full-time now for the very first time so it leaves it's just a different shift like it's not a massive shift but it's enough of a shift for you to start evaluating and, and re, you know rethink about where is the future because you never had to think about that in the last nine years because you were focused well, i only on have really between nine and 230 for this massive it's shift that you still but it's a subtle shift no right? i know i don't like it shift. i walk around the supermarket by myself and i feel lonely and i see other kids crying and moms walking with their kids and i feel like going up to them going I have a kid too. Yeah. I, they're, just, they're just not with me. I'm still part of your tribe, but yeah. I'm just I'm, a little I'm a mom tribe. too. <laughs> and, and really what, what it comes down to is finding the, the, the people that you want to hang out with, finding the tribe that you actually want to have. I'm, I'm, I love that you are still listening to this podcast. I just love that you've been, you know, for Phil's faithful listeners, so inside champions for all right from the beginning. If you listen to every single episode, I, you know, I want to say thank you to all of you for taking the time to really um, wanting to listen to the show. I know there's a, a group of people who love the show on a regular basis. Every fortnight, they're listening to it. They love the insights that, that you know, that we talk about because it's real. They said it's, it's the discussion of real life things. And that's what we try to share in the show. It's not about, you know, these, uh, you know, crazy ideas. It's like, these are the things that I'm going through right now, or just wait, maybe went through and I'm sharing how I dealt with it, or maybe some strategies that may help you because this is what we try to keep the show. I think, I think it's just so hard because everything out there looks so perfect. We've talked about Facebook looking so perfect and everybody's perfect holidays and perfect lives. And it's really isolating. I think, I think a lot of people feel quite lonely. I think a lot of people just don't feel like they fit in. I think a lot of people sometimes feel on purpose and then you don't always feel on purpose. And it, it's really tough and isolating to feel like you're the only one. Well, that's the thing that I recognize that, you know, in my life is that there's many times when I felt lonely, you know, and, and this is when I was a kid. I, there's times where I just felt like I was the only person who actually, who understood me and no one understood that. And that's where I recognize that that's what I'm looking for. Like I've been striving for this all my whole adult life is to figure out like, where do I belong? I've always felt like I'm an outsider looking in. I never fit in anywhere. And for me to find that drive is that that's what I recognize I want to do. I want to connect with people who feel like they're just 
um, outside. They're just, they're the others. They're, they're the people who just feel like, yeah, they have friends, but they don't really connect with them that well. And finding like-minded people who are entrepreneurial thinking, the people who, um, who have a successful business, but they don't want to, they want to grow in themselves. They know that if they grow themselves, they will grow their business and relationships, but they don't want to do it in the sacrifice of their family or the kids or the relationships that they have, because they really do care about their well-roundedness yeah. of life. Creating, not just- creating more meaning. And focus, and focus on the me when yeah. I'm saying meaning. Exactly. That. Exactly. Meaning really matters because they know that they want to help others, but they know that in order to help others and create impact and amplifying that, they have to be focused on them. They need to know they have to get clear ideas to get themselves thinking, but also being able to participate in the doing part and finding a tribe like that, finding like-minded people in a situation who are looking for a shift in their life or who want to be part of something larger than themselves requires you to be connected to other people and having other and also learning from other people who are maybe in other fields, right? Something that they're not in and they, they want to be able to, um, to, to absorb information from other mentors, not just learning from one particular person. And that is what I want. That's where I'm creating. And this is what, you know, my group Nitro is moving and evolving to. It's about spending time to think, but also spending time to do the doing part in your life and in your business. Because Nitro right now, we focus with chiropractors, which is what your training is, some of my background as well. And it's, I guess you're kind of evolving in a way because you're wanting to now branch out into not just helping chiropractors, but other successful entrepreneurs or business people who have had some success in their life, but are now wanting more meaning or wanting more meaning within themselves, as you were just talking about, or in their business. And it's just taking it that next step as to where to go and having those connections to do so. Absolutely. Because people, you know, the chiropractors need to hear it from other people that they're not the only people who are think this way. Other small business people um, also think this way too. Other people need to think that at the same time. It's It's just connecting with really cool, smart people in the world and meeting, you know, three times a year to kind of get together and really connect and ask those deep questions. And that's where the coolness is, is because when we've done some of your masterminds that, that you've participated into, there's just like a wealth of knowledge and people from so many different industries, which can also be very intimidating because you think, who am I to be mm-hmm. here? But what's so cool about it is sometimes when you're locked in with the same group of people, be it in the same job, they all seem to play the same record yeah. of what's wrong, what's not working. Mm-hmm. And you kind of buy into that record and that's all you ever hear. And it kind of becomes subconsciously in your mantra, I can't do it because it just doesn't work. But when you start integrating and working with other people from other industries, they look at your business with fresh eyes and go, why don't you do this? And you'd be like, oh, because we just don't do that. And they'll look at it differently and say, well, we've done it in our business. Have you considered trying it this way? And suddenly it's like an aha moment because you see things from a different view, from a different angle that gets you excited that, yeah, that's right. I could do that if I wanted to. Why don't I? And you're not being limited. Yeah, because I, I know the value of that. That's why I invested, you know, a lot of time and money and travel to be in those situations, to meet various people from various industries um, who are like-minded because it doesn't matter what industry they're in. They're people, but they're people for with, you know, with the drive to kind of create meaning in their lives and having, you know, a sense of travel add element to that. Just it, it really helps you get put a pause in your life and your business so that you can actually think we kind of started talking about this at the beginning of the show saying, you know, it's time to end this, right? Well, the reason why it's time to end is it it came to be when we were away, we were traveling and we're driving somewhere. We had this discussion that most of us don't even spend the time to actually talk. And most of us don't spend the time to actually think about 
why we have been doing this. You know, we have some of our best discussions on long road trips. Yeah. Absolutely. We just talk because there's nothing to do with talk and talk. But it's in that process of talking and explaining and clarifying things that sometimes something suddenly comes to light and you just Well you're not being distracted. You, you're not, you're being, not being distracted, distracted by, you know, um, you know, on your on your <laughs> on your phone, you're not being distracted Facebook. by checking Facebook, you're not you know distracted by television. You're there to just to have a conversation and, and spending that time together or spending the time by yourself to really think and and go through in your mind is what is your brain trying to tell you? What is you telling, trying to tell you like the voice inside your head is not always bad. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's actually telling you what you should be doing if you're willing to listen to it. And oftentimes we don't quieten down the noise from all the distractions that are in our life, all the things that all the technology, everybody who's trying to get inside your brain, they're trying to talk to you and distract you from your own voice. And really you should listen to your own voice. I think that's so true. And I think we can also self-sabotage ourselves and we might not realize we do because we sacrifice our own freedom to say yes to other people, to help other people or do other things. And it allows us in doing so that if we don't ever succeed in what we really wanted to do, well, we can't really blame ourselves because the other person's to blame. We Mm. we had to be a mom or, you know, I was asked to be on the parents association or I had to go and coach this and I had to do all these other things for all these other people. So I never got to succeed in what I wanted to do, but it's not my fault there to blame. Even though we don't consciously say that in our mind, it does subconsciously go in there that it's really worth taking a look. Are the activities and things that you're doing in your life and your business, are they serving you? Do you want to be doing them? If you were on your deathbed, would you be looking back and saying, I'm really glad that I did that? Or would you have worry and doubt in your mind that I never did what I really wanted to do? Hmm. And if you've got that question, then I would ask yourself why? And if you can remove those things that are stopping you from doing what you really want to do, then have a look at how you can do that and find the balance so that you're moving in the direction that you want to move in. Hmm. And think about the bus. If you're on the bus that's going to the place that you actually don't want to go, like in the sense of if you're trying to get to you know Sydney and that bus says going to Melbourne, then you have the choice to get off that bus. Like you have the choice to not be on that bus at all. And, but you got to make that choice. And And that's the fear, isn't it? It's the fear of just like stopping the bus and say, Hey, I'm on the wrong bus. But most of us, you know, a lot of people out there, maybe not people listening to the show. A lot of people just are just going along for the ride on someone else's bus on who, you know, someone else who's driving the bus. And that's exactly what happens. Get off that bus. If it's not the right bus for you, it's not the right destination. Stop the bus and get off. There'll be another bus. Find the right direction and head that way. Even if you have to walk, sometimes it's slow. I know this process. Who long, who knows how long it's going to take? But we didn't get to this 125 episode in a week or a month. It took us five years to get to this point. And so it, it's just part of the journey. You're going to live a long life, but it's it's not short. So make sure you make the most of it. Okay. So that's the end. This is the end. That is this the, is end. the end. So oh, people can continue to follow you on YouTube, as you said, The Pursuit of Me. They can Google Lawrence Tam. Is this still going to be up here somewhere, like inside the champion's mind? It's so. still going to be on the wellness couch. So, so you can okay. still go to the wellness couch, listen to the other podcasts that are available. We're just stopping this particular show. And, and if people um, have liked us on Facebook at some point, if we're coming back, do we just make an announcement on there and people find us again? How's I think this the work? best way to do right now is that I think if you, uh, instead of going to facebook.com inside the champion's mind, um, that's the page will still be there, but we probably won't be updating it. But what I'd like you to do is go to facebook.com um, forward slash the 
pursuit of me, the pursuit of me, and or just search it on the Facebook bar and search for it and then like it while you're there. And then so you can be updated with the information. It's a big um, difference though. Go. It's the pursuit of the me. Pursuit I think there's something else out there in yeah, so it's there. So let's not confuse no, them. No, the that, pursuit of me. That pursuit of me. Or just look for my name, Lawrence Tam, and you'll find it. And if you're not a friend with me, friend me and also like that page and you'll be updated with information of where we're going with it. We got uh, some great ideas. Um, well, we won't want to announce it here right now, but it's, you know, this has been Inside Champions Mind. This is the the show that's helping you, you know, taking your mediocrity to world class. We're just following our own advice to ensure that we become world class in what we do. This is the end of this particular chapter, this project of mine. And I will still continue to be evolved. It would just be a new iteration of where I, my headspace is at and where I'm going to be or where we're going to be together. And so this is the, the next evolution. All right. All right. There we go. Well, this is a, a sad goodbye. But uh, at the end of the day, I've done many of these in well, the last month. We won't month, say so. goodbye. We'll say see you see soon. You soon. See but you from soon. the Inside Champions <laughs> Mind itself, it is moving on. But yes. for the last time, this is Inside the Champions Mind, a show dedicated in helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in anything you do. I didn't even realize the word pursuit. It was actually in here. It was, uh, you've been subconsciously, subconsciously saying it for the last five years. Thing. It's, wow. It's finally dawned on the you. The pursuit of being world-class, the pursuit of me. Wow, that's amazing. So I'm Dr. Lawrence Tam. Actually, no, I'm just Lawrence Tam. Well, you are a doctor, but I you don't doctor, usually say I, it that way. I'd yeah. like to say I'm a doctor, but I'm not. So I'm just Karen Tam. <laughs> <laughs> Mom <won't>. extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> we won't be seeing you on the next episode because there won't be another one. But there will be the pursuit of me. Follow me there and follow the videos there. Go to the wellness couch. You can still find me. If you want to send us a message or myself to Karen, you can Flowers, still send us through. cards, <laughs> cake. I'll take anything. <laughs> you can still send us uh, messages on the wellness inside the champion's mind. Um, but also to... If you want to give us some feedback, that'll be fantastic. Or maybe some, give us some ideas of what you would like to see from us. Like between the two of us, me and Karen, what can we help you? Where, where do you see, um, that we can bring more joy and, um, happiness, but also maybe some insights, uh, strategies in your life? Where do you see that, how we can help you? Cause the more feedback we get, the more, you know, we can consolidate all that and then direct it in a way. And since now they've got nothing to listen to, do you have a favorite podcast you want to share that helps you along the way or a favorite book that somebody can think, gosh, Lawrence, great. While yeah. you're figuring it out, I'm lost in limbo land here with nothing to listen to. Do you have a favorite you want to share? No, right now, I think the, the best way to do it is that I, I still appreciate the, the Wellness Couch podcast. There's a lot of Wellness Couch podcasts that are out there. Listen, I, I can't make a suggestion on podcasts because I think it's like suggesting a book. Um, each book is different for each individual and it depends on where you're part in your life. There are so many podcasts out there. Just go and search for the one you feel resonates with you. Go listen to a few. If they resonate with you, continue listening until it doesn't anymore. And that's what I would suggest. All right. And listen to your intuition and just feel, if you feel the force telling you we're back, we're probably back. Come and find us again. <laughs> I'll leave you with one last quote. I hated every moment of training. I hated every minute of training, but I said, don't quit, suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. That's from Muhammad Ali. We'll see you later. Take care. Bye. Thank you again for everything. <laughs> Goodbye. 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 This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.